What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Me UTV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we will be discussing Wednesday, episode four, titled Whoa, What a Night. Y'all, this episode was really good again. I am really liking this show. I hope you guys are enjoying it as well. I hope you guys are having an amazing weekend. You got two back to back. Oh my goodness, who would have thunk it? <laughs> I'm still a little bit under the weather, so if you hear a little sniffle here and there, y'all please forgive me. I'm trying, okay? So, like I said, I hope everybody's having a wonderful weekend. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it, all right? So, Thing is helping Wednesday break into the coroner's office, and... She says that she's going to perform an actual autopsy while Thing looks for files on, an, like, the other potential victims of the monster, right? And so, I guess he might have been like, why can't I do the autopsy? And she reminds him that she's the better person for the job, seeing as how he sliced through a cadaver's carotid artery that she had received for her 13th birthday. <laughs> So maybe he's not so good with his hands. Just saying. <laughs> and so I guess she's got a little bit of experience under her belt. Wouldn't you agree, you guys? And so she puts on record that the homeless man put up a fight because she done pulled him out the freezer at this point. So she's making notes. And she says that he put up a fight but was almost completely disemboweled during his struggle. She also notes that his left foot is missing. Apparently, it was chewed off during the struggle, okay, at the ankle. And so, Thing comes back very quickly and warns her that someone is coming. So, it's the coroner and the sheriff, right? And so, of course, she's now she's got to go hide. So, he's talking to the sheriff as they're walking in, and he tells the sheriff that out of all of the uh, autopsies that he's performed throughout the years, he's never seen injuries like the ones that he's seen from these creature attacks. And so he ends up showing him the foot that's now been placed in a jar in the fridge. And he notes to the sheriff that it's missing two of his toes. And he also says that whoever did it probably used some type of surgical saw to cut them off. That would be his best guess. Okay. So sheriff wants the report on his desk as soon as it's finished. And before the sheriff leaves, the coroner mentions that his last day is Friday. He finna retire, y'all. He finna hang up that lab coat for a lure. And so he was like, yeah, you know, me and the missus, we plan this four-week cruise. And so the sheriff congratulates him, and then he leaves, right? So while the doc is locking up, we see things sneak in, and then we see the coroner go to one of the freezers, right? So y'all, why the freezer that he opened up have Wednesday laying on the damn gurney? <laughs> And so he's looking at her, and she's got her eyes wide open, y'all. She is still as she can be, and y'all know she already pale, so she already looked halfway dead. So <laughs> he touches her face like he he pokes her face, and he was like, hmm, she's in full rigor, despite him not remembering her being bought in. He was like, I didn't see you. Is you come in, but you're in full rigor, so I guess we're good. He said, I guess you can wait till you know another 24 hours. <laughs> he closes the freezer door and then he leaves out, y'all. So then, of course, thing comes right behind him and opens the freezer door. And she was like, Thing, give me five more minutes. I was just getting comfortable. 
that damn Wednesday. So later on, she's looking at her murder board because she's back in the room now. When Enid comes in, she's like, what are you doing? And so she sees her board and she refers to her board as the Ted Bundy board. So then she lets Enid know where she snuck off to last night because she was like, where did you go? And um, she tells her that she's noticed from looking at the notes that all of the victims have had body parts surgically removed and shows her pictures of the victims, right? And honey, poor, poor Enid, honey, she done seen enough. And while Wednesday has got her back to her and she's telling her more about, you know, more in-depth pieces about the case, y'all, Enid done passed out. <laughs> Wednesday says, you know, that his, whoever this creature is, or whoever's doing this, the collecting trophy skills are quite impressive. And so, of course, when Enid passes out, she tells Thing to go grab the, the smelling sauce again. <laughs> so, now they're back in class, and Miss Thornhill is explaining, like, plant tactics, and... Y'all, Xavier is not making his innocence look easy at all, y'all. So he reaches over to grab his book out of his backpack. And as he reaches over, of course, we already know that the claws are there. And so he grimaces and he lies and tells Wednesday that he tweaked his back while he was fencing, right? And of course, I have to wonder if she noticed the claw marks like peeking out from under his uniform so of course like we know but apparently she didn't see him right then so miss thornhill um, mentions some festivities that are taking place that saturday so they don't have any homework for the weekend right cool 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 and so he asks her if she going to the dance and she tells him that she'd rather poke her eyes out and when she says that she finally notices the claw marks when he bends down again to put his book back in his backpack all right and y'all of course he's on her radar high alert now like he's got to be number one suspect for sure so after class she ends up following him to the abandoned shed that he's been hiding his stuff in right and so she goes inside once he leaves and she finds several like when i say i mean like 10 it's got to be like 15 20 pictures in this um shed right of the creature and they're all different like artistic types of paintings like they're very cool um and they're very detailed okay and so he's got like these other smaller pictures and so she grabs those and she folds them up and puts them in her uniform right and so she walks out of the shed and we thought that he had left y'all but he surprises her and comes around like the side of the shed as soon as she steps back outside. And so she asked him what this place is. And he was like, you know, it's my private art studio because headmaster said that I could use it since I cleaned it up a while ago. And so she asked him, could she get a tour of the place? And of course, he quickly declined, saying that it's a mess right now. And she was like, I'm not easily phased, okay? Because last year... I shadowed a crime scene photographer, okay? So I done seen some stuff, okay? So this this ain't gonna bother me whatever you got behind them doors. And so he was like, you know, why are you really out here? And so he ends up catching her in her lie because she said something about um, coming to see him about the homework. And he was like, but Miss Thornhill didn't give us any homework. So why are you really here? And... Y'all, he is completely oblivious to the fact that she's already seen the inside of his shed, right? And hence, 
that maybe the real reason that she's there is because she wants to ask him to go to the dance with her. Really, Xavier? Really? Okay, y'all, he... Where, where'd the common sense go at this point? So, of course, she turns her head and she's just like, oh my God, do I really have to do this? And so she she has to make a few attempts to try to muster up the nerve to ask him, okay? But she finally does ask him, does he want to go with her to the dance? And he was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but of course, we know that her sole intention is to get closer to him because she believes that he's the creature. So she thinks that she's trying to get more information on the serial killer. So we'll come back to that. So y'all, Enid is a static that Wednesday Adams, the Wednesday Adams, is going to the Raven. That's the name of the dance, y'all. And so she was like, oh my God, you know what you need now? A bullet to the head? No, silly, you need a dress. <laughs> and she was like, but I already have one. And so she was like, if you're referring to the one that you showed up in, that one couldn't even be resuscitated if it got hit by lightning, okay? <laughs> Enid is not going to play with Wednesday, okay? It's time to go dress shopping. And so, thing concurs. So, then the next thing we see is her and Enid sitting outside this dress shop, right? Well, from the outside, it kind of looks like it's a modern-day Barbie store, okay? So, clearly, this is not Wednesday's jam. And so, she compares herself to, like, a wounded fawn and... <clears throat> Enid is like this gazelle, and so I think Enid sees see some of her friends or something, or she knows some people that's already in there probably waiting on them. And so she was like, just go ahead, girl. I ain't gonna do nothing but hold you back. Like, go have fun. It's cool. I'll be fine. And so Enid was like, are you sure? And she didn't even let Wednesday get out the yes part, honey. Enid just go ahead and walk in the store. She gotta go find her something cute. So as... Wednesday is making her way to go see the sheriff. She spots a very unique and quite beautiful goth, old-fashioned looking dress in Uriah's display uh, display window, right? It's very cute, y'all. Like, this is the dress for Wednesday. And so as she's eyeing the dress, Dr. Kimba steps out the store, and they have like a little small chit-chat about the dress, the dance, and her odd collection of trinkets. And so Dr. Kimball was like, are you going to the dance? And of course, Wednesday never answers the question about it. But Dr. Kimball says that that's okay. You know, we'll just discuss it in the next sec uh, the next session. And so she ends up leaving. So Wednesday finally makes it to the sheriff's office and shows him the picture of the creature. And she's willing to call a truce so they can finally work together to catch this thing, whatever it is. And so, of course, he's not convinced right off the bat to drop his guard down. And she says, look, if you want intel on Drew, the, on who drew the picture, because he was like, who drew this? And she was like, I'm not giving you a name until you tell me that we can work together. Or at least until you give me a little something, you know, so I can keep going further with my investigation. And so he was like, now, why would I give you information? You're just a high school kid. And she was like, because I go to Nevermore and you don't, stupid. 
I could be your eyes and ears behind the dark ivy colored walls. Like it only makes sense. Okay, let's just work together so we can catch whoever this is, whoever's doing this. And so he calls her Velma, y'all. <laughs> she definitely ain't Daphne because Daphne is very ac accident prone. Okay, so she's definitely not Daphne. <laughs> And so he calls her Velma and advises her to stick to her schoolwork and leave the hard leg work to him, okay? He got it squared away. He don't really need her help, but we all know he do. And so before she leaves, he asks her to see the picture again and tells her to bring him some more concrete evidence. And then maybe he might actually have a conversation about them becoming a dynamic duo. So we ain't gonna hold our breath just yet, but... They may be teaming up soon. So, Enid is chilling at the weather vane with her homegirls crew when Lucas, Pilgrim World kid, comes in, right? And so, he asks to speak to Enid, you know, for a private second. And before he can sit down good, she lets him know she knows exactly who he is. And, oh yeah, by the way, my roommate kicked your butt. And so, she was like, why are you here, Lucas? Like, what's what's really going on? And so he proposes that they scratch each other's back. If he helps her find a date to the Raven, then maybe she can help him with something. But we don't find out what that something is just yet. We'll come back to it. So table it for now. So Wednesday ends up running into Tyler when she's leaving the sheriff's office. And he brings up the dance and she reluctantly tells him that <sighs> she's going to go with Xavier. And so he's obviously crushed by this news and he starts to walk away and then he turns around and then he tells her, he was like, look, I thought we had something like you keep throwing all these mixed signals my way. I don't know where I stand with you. And y'all that therapy must be working. Okay. Dr. Kimbot must be hitting all the boxes because he is very very upfront with her and he's able to be you know emotionally vulnerable with her at this point and so <clears throat> when he asked her again where they stand instead of her providing some clarity to him she just says that she's going through a lot of things right now and she needs to prioritize and so he was like okay well call me if i move up your to-do list and he walks off good for you Tyler you deserve better Wednesday get your shit together you got a good kid standing in front of you and maybe y'all might not be a couple or whatever the case may be but he's a nice kid at least you know have some coffee with him or something and so she tells Thing to zip it because Thing done witnessed the whole conversation so maybe Wednesday might be venturing into some uncomfortable emotional waters herself Morticia I think Wednesday needs you right about now. I don't know, y'all. What y'all think? So Wednesday ends up going to Eugene's shed. And he, of course, he's got the shed, you know, next to the beekeeper's field. And she's using his shed as her other murder board. And he mentions that he's only heard rumors about the creature. But he says that he's been temporarily banned from bug hunting. But what... Whatever teacher banned him, he gave the excuse that it was a bear on the loose, but Eugene knows better because it just doesn't match their hibernation schedule. So he knows that the teacher is lying. 
And then he asks her to give Enid this jar of honey and put in a good word for him in hopes that, you know, maybe he'll be able to score a date with her to the dance. And so she was like, you know, like, I don't even know why you're trying. And he was like, he knows that his chances are slim to none, but at least he has to try, okay? He's playing a long game, okay? Eventually, he might win her over, but he never knows until he tries. And so he says, you know, that his mom constantly reminds him that the ladies will appreciate his kind heart later on in life. But maybe she's just saying that to be nice, y'all. If only Eugene knew, okay? Mama always knows best, and she ain't never told him no lie about that one. Because y'all know, just like I know, especially if you done been in a situation where you got a quote-unquote bad boy, that they ain't shit after a while, okay? It's so hard nowadays to find a good man, honey. So once you find one, you better hold on to him, okay? Even if you even if you are younger, because the bad boys ain't shit. <laughs> and you can tell them I said it because they already know that they ain't shit. Okay? So Wednesday encourages him to keep being different. And although, um, you know, she's going to the dance, she has a hidden agenda. We already know what that is. And so he lets her know that he might know where the circle is located. And, of course, she tells him to help her find it. So they end up finding the circle. And she was like, what were you doing out here? And he says that he was collecting specimens. Of course, right? And so he tells her (laughs) that near this cave... Or the circle, because it looks like a cave. It's, it looks like a cave in real life, but it's a circle on the drawing. This cave happens to be ground zero for horny gypsy moths. His words, not mine, okay? <laughs> so they go inside the circle and find bones, but they're not human, okay? They also find a pair of shackles that's been like kind of like pinned into the wall. They're kind of just hanging from the wall. She ends up grabbing this uh sharp claw as proof that it, you know, something does exist, like this creature exists. And then heads back to Xavier's art studio to try to find something to compare it to for more DNA evidence. So she digs inside the trash can for a little second and then she ends up finding this bloody rag, right? So she hurries and puts it in her backpack right before Xavier comes back into the shed. And so he was like, what the hell are you doing here? And... She was like, what do you know what the, how do you know what the monster looks like? Or are these self-portraits? And he was like, what? I saved you. And so she was like, so did the monster, okay? Or was that you the night that Ron was killed? (laughs) Now she just trying to deflect because she done got caught. And so she says again that she just wants to uncover the truth. And he tells her that the monster has been haunting his dreams for the last couple of weeks, right? And it's gotten so real recently that the monster actually took a swipe at him in his dream. Like it came out the dream and swiped him in real life. And that's how he ended up getting the claw marks on his neck. So obviously it turns out that he's not able to really control his abilities when it comes to this monster, okay? That's his kryptonite. So she shows him the picture that she snagged earlier. And he realizes that she lied to him when she asked him to to accompany her to the dance. And so he snaps on her like Tyler did earlier for making it seem like it's more than what it actually is. And he yells at her for, he yells for her to get out. So 
Now Wednesday is dateless again. So Sheriff is on the phone telling someone to do like a welfare check because somebody had made a phone call about some lights. And so whoever's on the opposite end is trying to give a little bit of pushback. But he was like, you know, I know, I know she's a little bit off her rocker sometimes, but just go out there and check on her, okay? When Wednesday comes back in and gives him the claw and the bloody rag and tells him to run the DNA evidence to see if it's a match. And so he was like, who is it? And she was like, I'm not going to tell you that. Run the DNA evidence, see if it's a comparison or if it's a match first, and then I'll give you a name, okay? So we're going to see what happens with that. So he gets somebody on the phone and tells them to get him a DNA kit. Meanwhile, Eugene is glum because Ina shows, uh, she turns him down as his, you know, as her date to the dance. And so Wednesday suggested, since maybe neither one of them have dates, that maybe we should go together. And she was like, wait, what? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say maybe we should go do the stakeout by the cave to identify the monster. And so as she says that, she, she then says, whoever it may be. And as she says that, y'all, Xavier is over there across the street doing something with some type of mural. And she glances at him. Well, they glance at each other. And she walks off. Uh, Sorry, they're in the, the quad. Yeah, they're in the quad. And so as she walks off, Bianca walks up. And she was like, oh, guess you don't have a date to the dance after all. Do you want to be my date type of situation? so I guess Bianca and Xavier are going to be going to this dance together now. Y'all, Thing is out here scheming, okay? He is back in, in their room. He's typing up something, okay? And whatever it is, he takes it to the weather vane and puts it in the tip jar, rings the bell so Tyler can come read whatever he done typed up, y'all. Whatever it is, it's clearly nice because Tyler immediately starts smiling, okay? He's got like a Kool-Aid smile on his face, so it must be super nice. He's probably inviting him to the dance. So we'll see. So y'all, the Raven setup is really nice okay everybody's dressed up and they're all white like silver blue attire like their winter attire okay everybody looking real cute okay and so thornhill and headmaster are having a conversation they're basically just reminiscing on the old days when they went to the raven and the headmaster's memory isn't so great okay she reveals that she was interested in gomez but he ended up asking Morticia to the dance. So they weren't besties after all. Again, just more evidence, okay, that she may have a hidden agenda for why she's after Wednesday so hard. And so, of course, Thornhill isn't quite sure how to respond to this. So Headmaster excuses herself to ensure that nobody is going to spike the punch. So... Thornhill is just here with this goofy grin on her face. <laughs> oh, Lord. I wonder what her experience was. Well, I don't think she got invited because she was a Nor. Well, I don't know. Anyway, 
Wednesday is getting ready to head out and go do the stakeout with Eugene, right? When she gets a knock on the door. And so she's assuming that it's Eugene. And so she goes to answer the door. She's like, yeah, you know, I'm getting a battery for my flashlight. When she opens up the door, y'all, it's actually Tyler. And y'all, might I say that Tyler cleans up very well, okay? He cleans up quite nicely, okay? Very handsome young man. So based off the surprise look on her face, he can assume that Thing was the one who slid him the invite. So, what now? And he was like, do you need a few minutes to get ready? Because, y'all, she is all decked out in, like, her spy, sh- her spy shit, okay? <laughs> and so she slams the door in his face, y'all. And she gets onto Thing as soon as she slams the door for setting her up and saying nice things. Like, how could he do that? know she don't talk nice to nobody and so she goes to look for something to put on and thing gets her attention like hey girl i got something for you so she looks on her bed y'all thing that went out of his way to go get the dress from the display window and so wednesday was like how did how did you afford this like how did you buy this and he does like his five-figure thing. Y'all, he done use the five-figure discount, of course. My question is, how long did it take him to get that dress off the damn mannequin? With this one hand. <laughs> I know y'all was probably thinking that too, okay? So, she gets dressed and she walks down the steps, y'all, and she looks absolutely stunning in her dress, okay? So Tyler goes to give her her corsage when Eugene pops up confused as hell, okay? But he quickly reads the room and says that he'll go by himself to the cave. And she was like, no, 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 don't go. We'll just go tomorrow night. And so he nods and was like, okay, I understand. Like, I just feel so bad for him. And so as soon as they walk off, he still vows to go after, after they leave. Y'all, I hope he makes it through the night. I just have a really bad feeling about him going by himself. He don't need to go by himself. Something bad is going to happen to Eugene, y'all. I don't like it. I do not like it. But we're going to see what happens. So, Enid actually decided to make Lucas her date, okay? So, she goes to get him a drink. Well, They've already got drinks. She goes to grab his drink and hand it to him, but she accidentally spills it on him, right? And so she's trying to clean him up. Ajax is walking by with his day, right? And she tries to put on this front like they're having such a great time, but they both know the truth, okay? And so over to Bianca now. So Bianca tries to cheer a solemn Xavier up. Um, because, you know, they're at the dance together, and so she was like, let's just try to enjoy the moment, okay? Let's just live for tonight. And just then, y'all, as she's saying that, Wednesday walks in with Tyler, and y'all, when I say she turned heads, baby, all them heads turned, okay? Like, they looked really nice together, and of course, everybody else is in white and, like, winter attire, and here she comes with this black stuff on. You know she got to be an outcast of all outcasts. So, like I said, everybody turns her way. And Bianca comes over. Not Bianca. Edith comes over and compliments Wednesday on her look, right? And so we find out that both she and Lucas are on a mission to make their crushes jealous. Not Wednesday, but Edith and Lucas, okay? They've joined teams 
to try to make their crushes jealous. We'll see how that goes. Then Xavier comes over and explains why he's so disappointed that Wednesday brought Tyler as her date, okay? But we don't find out what exactly that is just yet, okay? Instead, we see Lucas texting one of his cronies on his phone, right? They're clearly planning something for the outcast at this point. Y'all, Eden is going to be so devastated. I just feel so bad for her because she's so sweet. And so, of course, she comes over as he's, like, trying to close out this text but and she apologizes for messing up his pants, right? And he's got like this little hockey uh, update thing at the top of his phone. And so she sees that, right? And so she brings up the fact that she likes hockey as well. And she also loves Kung Fu. Who would have thought? So does Lucas. So now they have this cute little moment. And now it's going to be even worse that she's going to get a heartbroken once Lucas does whatever the hell he's got planned with his stupid ass cronies. So y'all, Eugene done made it out to the woods and is recording everything on like his little tape recorder, right? I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed, okay? So Tyler comes to Wednesday and she confronts him about what he did to Xavier last year. And he says that him and his buddies, well, he didn't say it, but Wednesday says that she knows that Tyler and his buddies beat up Xavier really bad yesterday, last year. I was about to say yesterday. Last year and messed up his mural during outreach day. And of course, he admits that he was wrong for what he did. And he honestly still doesn't even know why he did it in the first place. So as a punishment, they ended up sending him to some type of boot camp type of situation to change his attitude. And of course, he apologizes to Wednesday again for what he did. And she was like, fool, I don't judge you like for this little stupid prank that you did. Honestly, if it was me, I probably would have did worse to him. And so he was like, oh, yeah, like put two bags of piranhas in a swimming pool. That's what you probably would have did. And so, y'all, she honestly looks shocked that he did his some home like his homework on her. Like he don't he don't looked her ass up, right? And so she she didn't deny it. She was like, I'll do it again. <laughs> and so of course he smiles and he was like, I knew there was a reason that I liked you. So y'all, okay, Wednesday. I see you Wednesday. So, y'all, this tanker truck has made its way onto Nevermore's estate. I wonder what's in it. We're going to find out. So, Wednesday decides to let her hair down a little bit and, you know, shake a tail feather while they at this dance, right? And, y'all, she hits the dance floor. And I tell y'all, when she first started dancing, it kind of put me in the mind of the video thriller, like, for real, like, some of the stuff that she was doing, some of the moves she was doing, it reminded me of Thriller. And I loved it, y'all. And so does Tyler and everybody else, right? Because everybody just hops on the dance floor. And all the while, everybody else is having a good time. Xavier's over here soaking, okay? He's gotten so pissed that Wednesday is enjoying herself with Tyler, honey, that, she, that he has had the audacity to ask Bianca to make him forget about her and Bianca gets pissed at him because the reason that they broke up in the first place was because he felt like she was using her siren song to manipulate him but now he's asking her to use it to get over the next chick 
it's the audacity for me, y'all. Like, I can't, okay? And so Bianca couldn't either. So she just got up and walked away. Meanwhile, Lucas runs outside. He excuses himself with Enid. He runs outside to meet up with his cronies, right? So as he's coming outside, they're seeing, like, they start hooking up this hose to this thing, right? Uh, like the sprinkler system, I believe. And Lucas comes out and tells them that he may be having a change of heart because he doesn't want anything to blow back on his dad. But I honestly think it's because he's feeling in it, right? They don't have a little connection. They vibing. So I don't think he wants to mess that up. And so then they mentioned that Tyler was actually a part of their group. But he since had a change of heart as well. And so they was like, oh man, you're not going to be like Tyler, are you? And so... They end up hooking everything up still. So now we're going to find out what's in this tanker truck. So back to Eugene, y'all. Eugene does spotted somebody coming down to the cave and throwing like a torch in there, like a lit torch, and setting the cave on fire. Clearly it was a human, okay, because it was on two legs and it did look weird like the creature looks, okay? But I'm not sure what the motive was for torching the cave was it possibly to either kill the monster or was it to actually get rid of any evidence that might have been left in there i'm not sure y'all let me know what y'all think so back over to the dance so wednesday and bianca they're sitting down they're taking a break and resting their dogs okay their feet and they start they start having this conversation about the effect that she has on xavier and why bianca and xavier broke up in the first place and Bianca gets very vulnerable with Wednesday and tells her that she has a really hard time dealing with people because she doesn't know how they truly feel about her. And she commends Wednesday for not caring about what other people think about her. So maybe because Wednesday is just like, well, maybe I probably should care a little bit more, but we'll see what happens. So maybe they might end up being civil frenemies for now. Only time will tell, y'all. Only time will tell. So back to Eugene. Eugene is on the run in the woods, y'all, okay? He stops to catch his breath. And the coast seems to be clear for now, but he's not completely out of the woods just yet. Y'all, I still got my fingers crossed for him. I don't know what's going to happen to my Eugene. <sighs> I'm nervous. Anyway. Back to the dance. So everybody is enjoying themselves at the dance. And y'all, all of a sudden, the Pilgrim cronies pull the damn fire alarm. And the sprinklers come on, okay? But instead of getting sprayed with water, they're getting sprayed by a red substance, okay? So this is kind of like the carry scene almost. But this is like for the entire uh dance, okay? <laughs> this is for everybody in the dance. It's... It, it's no discrimination around here. Everybody can get it. So, of course, mass chaos breaks out. And Wednesday licks whatever this substance is. And she gets upset, y'all, because we find out that it's only paint. <laughs> it's not even pig's blood. Like, they, they should have done better. <laughs> so, just then, she has this vision about Eugene being attacked in the woods. It triggered her, okay? And... Thornhill notices 
something's going on with Wednesday and ask her, is she okay? And she was like, no, Eugene is in danger. And so she runs out to go try to save him, right? And so does Miss Thornhill. We don't see her do it, but we see Wednesday run to try to go save Eugene. So as Xavier is leaving out, he bumps into Tyler and they exchange words about trying to find Wednesday because Tyler was like, hey, have you seen Wednesday? He was like, how should I know? Like, she's your date, bro. <laughs> Y'all, he is salty as fuck. Like, just go ahead and get even. It's okay. Like, just don't kill him, but it's okay for you to get even with him, okay? So... Ina ends up running out and finds Lucas with his cronies and she confronts him. She was like, you know, I thought you were different. Like, I thought we really had something. I thought we was vibing, but I guess I was wrong, right? And so, of course, uh, Lucas tries to look like he may apologize, but his cronies end up saying some shit. And so they end up walking off, right? And Ajax comes to her defense. And so she tells Ajax, that he was the one that she wanted to go to the dance with all alone this entire time. And he tells her, you know, what really happened the other night when he accidentally stoned himself. And so, of course, you know, they make up. And y'all, they kiss. Well, before they kiss, Edith's claws come out, you know, because she done got real emotional. And when she get emotional, the claws come out, right? So y'all, the claws come out, and he was like, whoa maybe we should take it slow but Ina was like honey forget that and she went in honey and kissed her man you better go girl you better get him girl and so y'all the monster is still running through the woods and so is Eugene oh my god y'all he's chasing Eugene and so Wednesday is trying to find him she's yelling Eugene Eugene, Eugene. And so Eugene ends up tripping, y'all, and he drops his glasses like glasses like Velma does. The irony, right? Drops his glasses off in the woods. So he's reaching around trying to find him. He's feeling around for him, but he can't find him just yet. Y'all, when he finally gets his glasses and puts them on, there's the damn monster right in his face. And he claws him. He mauls him a few times, y'all. Oh my God. And as soon as he does that, y'all, here come Wednesday. And then after Wednesday comes and sees him, his glass is still off, y'all. But Eugene, he done closed his eyes now. I hope he not dead. Here come Miss Thornhill, too, behind Wednesday. Oh, my God! Is he alive? Damn, damn, damn! Oh, my God. And the episode goes off, y'all. The episode goes off. Y'all, I hope Eugene is okay. If Eugene don't make it, y'all, I ain't gonna know how to feel, okay? And I know Wednesday ain't gonna know how to feel either because she put him off so she could go to this dance with Tyler. But I know she, she was a between a rock and a hard place because if she would have put Tyler off somebody just would have been disappointed either way okay but not to this extent to where Tyler probably would have lost his life like he would have been upset they probably would have spoke for a while but what if Eugene die y'all I'm gonna be so upset let me know what y'all think we gonna get another episode out before like hopefully by the middle of the week but we gonna see today is Sunday so 
we gonna see but let me know what you think you can reach me at butv reviews on facebook and on instagram okay you can also reach me at my tv my tv reviews podcast (laughs) without the s on the end at gmail.com okay i am so sorry y'all i'm still trying to come from up under this cold baby but my nose is still doing whatever the hell it want to do so i apologize if i sound super stuffy but this was a very good episode but let me know what you guys think okay that's all i got for you guys i hope you guys have a wonderful week okay i hope you guys have a wonderful week whatever you guys do be safe out there be safe okay and i will talk to you guys soon so until we meet over the airwaves again i am mo and i'll talk to you guys soon bye